Today, friends, we are talking about weight loss surgery. Now, is weight loss surgery right for you? Now, weight loss surgery has its benefits. As with anything, it has its benefits, it has its highs, and it has its lows. And I'm for all for weight loss surgery if you do certain things and if it teaches you how to do certain things. Now, weight loss surgery is not available to everybody and it's, it's, it's interesting as to why it isn't available for everybody. But today, what I'm going to do if you're somebody who's struggling with losing weight, if you're struggling with obesity and you are just at a loose end when it comes to weight loss, whatever size that you are at, and you may have considered WLS or W weight loss surgery, this is going to help you. And one of the things that you will hear me talk about in today's episode is the reasons whether or not it is right for you. So get your tea, get your coffee, get your matcha, get your water or get your soft drink, whatever it is you're drinking and come and sit at the table with me today. It's going to be a good episode. Hey friends, welcome to VA Nutrition Coaching, the podcast. You are tuned in for another weekly episode and I am your host, Verona, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm here to give you mindset-focused nutrition, weight loss advice that you can keep off for the long term. It's not about restrictive diets here. It's not about cutting out carbohydrates. It's definitely not about cutting out your favorite foods in order to lose weight that quite frankly, as soon as we've lost it, we end up regaining it and a little bit more. No friends, I'm here to give you real talk, no nonsense, weight loss, that you can actually achieve realistically and keep it off. I'm a faith-based woman also keeping it real when it comes to weight loss and keeping it real when it comes to nutrition, helping you do things you can actually sustain for a long term. Now friends, let's get into today's episode. So what do you need to have if you are somebody considering weight loss surgery? Now before we get into today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about where I kind of got the knowledge or how I started my coaching journey. Now, way before I got qualifications, I struggled myself with obesity. I was borderline obese for my age, my weight and my height. And most of the fat attributed to my arms and my belly. Now, I'm an apple body shape and you've got apple, you've got pear, you've got inverted triangles. Some call it different things or some people call it endomorph, ectomorph, mesomorph. So I'm an endomorph and basically it's the same thing where we have the body type where all of our fat is just up the top. It's in our chest, it's in our back, it's in our shoulders, and the most proportion of our body body fat is in our belly. Now we can have fat in other areas, but the high, high proportion for apple body shape is upper body, and that's where all of the fat kind of accumulates. Now when it comes to visceral fat, I've talked about this in a couple episodes back. I will link the episodes where I've talked about fat as well in the show notes, so you can go back and listen to the deeper things in there. So when it comes to visceral fat, visceral fat is the fat that is around your organs that literally wraps itself around your organs, your heart, your liver, all your internal organs, and it puts pressure on there. And some of these things are concerns because they can cause, they can, and, I'm, and I don't mean it to scare anybody, but they can say that the fact that the positive can surround your liver and you can get fatty liver disease as the same way as it would is if somebody was drinking alcohol by the abuse of fatty processed foods. Now, this is not to scare anyone. This is to tell you realistically, this is what can happen. The dangers of having too much visceral fat on your body and what can happen to you it increases the risk of heart disease it increases the risk of type 2 diabetes and it also can cause some types of cancers which is what research has shown so when it comes to weight loss surgery now how do you know whether or not you are a person qualified for weight loss surgery now I first started to learn about weight loss surgery from programs like my 600 pound life Chris and Heidi Powell they were married at the time and they did a show that I used to love 
watching and I can't remember what their show was called but I loved watching it and they would do they would hear their stories they would hear the transformation stories now these would be people who are obese morbidly obese severely obese now you kind of see the severely obese people on my 600 pound life and I can't pronounce the doctor but the doctor's name that is where if you have not listened to 1200 calories the truth about 1200 calories he is one of the doctors who gives his morbidly obese patients to keep them alive on the operating table that's basically where why they have 1200 calories so that's where I've started to learn about my 600 pound life started to hear their stories and that's where I started to to talk about weight loss surgery so or that's where I started to discover what weight loss surgery is and this patient in order for his uh, this doctor sorry in order for his patients to have the best not just best success not just of the operation but to keep you alive they have to be on a restricted diet in order for the operation the procedure to take place they have to lose sustainable amount of weight if you've ever seen my 600 pound life they tell you this story and it's also we keep up to them we keep on track to see whether or not that they reach their goal now most of these people are not able to do any kind of physical movement they have a living carer somebody who is caring for them on a day-to-day basis and many of them also suffer from sleep apnea and problems like this so you might not be severely morbidly obese you might be obese you might just be overweight but you might have some of the issues yourself you might have some of the heavy because of how heavy you are you you might start to feel the pain on your joints and you might be somebody who's considered so I want you to know today there are caveats as to whether or not you will be successful or a successful candidate and I just want to make you aware if you haven't already done so you are somebody who is if you are somebody obese uh, and you do have type 2 diabetes you may be considered an effective candidate for weight loss surgery now i'm not telling everybody to go and sign up to go and get weight loss surgery because there are benefits and there are risks and it's important for you to understand the benefits and to understand the risks now one of the other things that will be taken into consideration is how committed are you to making the changes that are needed for you to maintain the weight and even if you've had weight loss surgery even if you've cut if they've reduced the amount the size of your stomach the point isn't about your stomach the point is about your calories and if you're consistently eating way more calories than your body needs that is the only way that your body is going to gain weight now there are many weight loss surgery candidates or bariatric surgery candidates or gastric bypass candidates as we call it over here in the UK there are many of them who have reversed their gastric bypass who have reversed their sleeve who have reversed their surgery because they've fallen back into their old habits so even though you have done the weight loss surgery and there are people who have been really extremely successful you still have the same challenges as anybody else doing diets but you might have it a little bit more because you might be only able to eat smaller portions but there are people who over a period of time have regained the weight that they've lost even through surgery and many times people don't want to give you a second chance of surgery because there's so many health complications associated to it now this is only someone this is successful so for somebody you'd have to talk to the doctor your medical care provider if this is something that you are seriously committing to because you're not just changing your relationship with food how you eat and how much you eat is going to change drastically and you have to be able to know the benefits and the risks of what's going to happen for you long term because in terms of this they're literally physically cutting a piece of your stomach out of your body and in order for them to put it back it's going to be difficult they don't actually like to put it back and so when it comes to that there are different types of surgery there are different types of things that you can do there are types of different food some can take away a portion of your stomach there's lots and lots of things that they can do it just depends whether or not it is right 
for you. And that's this is the point of today's episode. And with that, though, there are some risks. So you do need to be made aware whether or not this is right for you. So I've talked about can- some of the ways that you would be identified as a candidate for weight loss surgery. I do need to make it aware that I'm talking to adults. I'm talking to women over the age of 21. So if, if this is something that you are thinking about and you don't really know the ins and outs, this is just an overview. It's not personalized because I'm not working with you. I'm not your coach. I'm not your doctor. But if you want something that's more specific to you and you are thinking about it, take these things into consideration and consider having a conversation with your doctor to see if it's right for you because they're going to know you better than I know you. I don't even, I can't see you, but they're going to know you. So this is just to give you an awareness. Now, when it comes to weight loss surgery, there are different types. I've mentioned them in the, in, in, I've mentioned them already, but I'm just going to go over them again. Gastric bypass is something that's very familiar here. And this is the one where they reduce your stomach size. Your stomach is small anyway, but they cut away your stomach and they leave you with a limited amount of your stomach. And so the portion of the stomach that they leave you with is the part of your body that cannot actually maintain a lot of food. So naturally what's going to happen is your body is going to start to take in more because the part of the stomach that is remaining in you is naturally, it's called the pouch. That pouch of your stomach is the part that cannot hold much food anyway. Another thing that they can do, another type of surgery, weight loss surgery that can be done is the gastric sleeve. So we talked about gastric bypass, we're talking about the gastric sleeves. This is where they, a surgery will take away most of your stomach and they are only going to leave a certain section of your stomach and that part is called the gastric sleeve so that's why it's called the gastric sleeve now what this may do is not just reduce your stomach in size but it also can reduce your hormones that's research has shown that it can also reduce your hormone that controls hunger levels which is called ghrelin so essentially what it does this surgery is said to help you eat less so there are other things uh, there are other things that you can do. There's the, a gastric, there's a gastric band that can be adjusted as well. So that can be temporary to put a band over your stomach. But this is something that you would discuss with your doctor, the surgeon. And I want to let you know, weight loss surgery is not a fix for an unhealthy relationship with food. It's not a fix for unhealthy attachments with food. Because unless they give you a counsellor to go with it, you are just paying and it's not cheap. You are paying exceeding amounts of money in order for you to do this. And sometimes there is risks of leaky gut. There's risk of gut issues that can happen after the surgery. So these surgeries are not necessarily normal things to happen on a day-to-day basis. So before you start to get excited, I want to tell you, if you listen to my podcast, you know I tell you and I keep it real, weight loss surgery is not a fix. It's not going to fix all of your problems. It's not going to automatically fix the way that you think about yourself just because you're you're overweight and obese one day. You're not going to look at yourself in the mirror with the scars and everything else hanging out of you and the pain and then automatically think, you know what, I am beautiful. I'm amazing. This weight loss, I've solved all my weight loss issues. Weight Weight loss surgery is a means. It's something that's been established to help obese individuals to better their relationship with food. But what you need to do is understand your root. You know me already. If you're new here, one of the things that I'm about is mindset coaching. I'm about changing your mindset. If you haven't changed your mindset and you're considering weight loss surgery, thinking this is going to cure you, then you need to think again. If I was your surgeon and you came into my office and said, I want you to do weight loss surgery. I've tried everything. I need you to do weight loss surgery. I would ask you, have you tried dealing with the root cause. Even before you come to my office, what I'm going to do, my my assistant, my receptionist will tell you, right, what I'm going to do before you have a conversation with the surgeon, we're going to book you in with our nutritional therapist. And our nutritional therapist is going to give you a session and they are going to determine whether you are mentally ready to have this weight loss surgery. Then I tell you that, 
and it's now your decision. So what happens is, you you know what, I want to book into my weight loss surgery because you see somebody else on social media or wherever else you see somebody or you search online, you look for weight loss surgery, bariatric surgery, you look for gastric sleeves that patients res- before and after results and you get stuck in the pictures and you like what you see. You see a woman who is the same age as you, the same body shape as you, who's struggling just like you and you're like, oh my gosh, you are me. What if I can get those results? So you find that your insurance covers it. You're like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is a sign. This is it for me. Yes, I'm so excited. Can you, and you manage to find her in a community group. You sign up for a community group for weightless surgery patients and you sign up for communities and they, they share their stories, the good, the highs, the low. But the thing is you just kind of push to the side the negative comments and you just put them to the side and you like no you're just trying to rain on my parade you're being negative and you only look for the positive you only look for the pictures that are telling you what you want to do you're only looking for the posts who are telling you what you want to hear and so you finally find this woman you track her down in a community group on Facebook and then you speak to her and you say to her what did you do what was your supplements like what your vitamins like what did you do what diet did they put you on did they put you on a liquid diet how long were you on a liquid diet for you ask her a whole load of intrusive questions because you're excited because you're in this place where you're finally feeling like oh my goodness I've after struggling with diet after diet and not getting any success for years I want to look better for my husband I want to look better for me I'm fed up of looking at this fat on my stomach all of the time I've got sores from how overweight I am I'm fed up of trying to hide in clothes I'm fed up of trying to find clothes that are not big enough to hide my roles I'm fed up and now I finally found something that gives me light at the end of the tunnel I was you I did not consider weight loss surgery because I wasn't a candidate for weight loss surgery but I was you in terms of hating the reflection in the mirror and if you haven't heard my keto story go back to the keto story and that will tell you where I was mentally my very first episode way back in season one that will tell you my journey that was rough that was raw that wasn't the equipment that I have now it wasn't edited it was everything you can hear raw in its rawness so from then to today there's been a load of change that tells you everything in the beginning no nothing missed nothing you know left out nothing prettied up all of that stuff but what it tells you is the realness of weight loss and it tells you that I was trying to search for something that wasn't going to be found in keto the results that I was looking for wasn't going to be found in keto now I'm not going to go into this isn't an episode to glorify weight loss surgery this is an episode to tell you that these are the things that happen in weight loss surgery so where was I so it was on the example of sorry I've jumped about so much but if you want to listen to my reality and my story of where I had to hit rock bottom in order for me to understand what is my issue when I'm trying to lose weight why is it that I can gain weight easier than losing it and we have to dig to those things and friends sometimes it's the hardest thing that we have to do in order for us to get the biggest breakthrough the hardest thing that we have to do is the very thing that we need to do in order for us to get our breakthrough and sometimes weight loss surgery can be your only solution but don't Go into weight loss surgery thinking this is going to be a magic fix for you because it isn't. No matter how successful it is, it's a big operation on you and you can eat your way back to where you were if you haven't dealt with the issues in the first place. So before I get into it, let me just finish this section and I'm going to go into some statistics and I'm going to go into some things about the benefits and the risks and side effects. One risk is is you need to invest some coin. It's really expensive. It's not cheap. And some insurers do not cover it or they might cover part of it. 
So that you need to be aware of. But imagine that you have, let's go back to the example. Imagine now you found the ideal woman who looks exactly like you. Her story is you. It's like, oh my gosh, my overweight twin, I found you. And she tells you that the procedure in order for her to get weight loss surgery approved was she had to speak to a nutritional therapist. And the nutritional therapist or nutritional counsellor basically took her through the ringers. And the caveat is you can only get accepted or you can only speak to the surgeon to determine your course of surgery if you successfully see this nutritional therapist and this nutritional therapist is going deep she's going in all your business she's asking you about your childhood she's asking you about trauma did you suffer any trauma she's asking you about your relationship with your food she's asking you about your relationship with yourself she's asking your relationship with your children she's asking how you feed your children she's also asking you does the way that you were treated and the, the struggles that you had growing up if you were coming from a single parent household where you had to really have like I did tuna and rice for seven days a week in order for you to survive and eat you knew hashtag the struggle was real but when you got to an age where you had a little bit more money and you had a little bit more food it kind of got out of control because you never had any sense of portion control you never really had any sense of stopping when you're full you just ate because you ate and when you ate this released endorphins because it's food that you've never really had in the quantities that you eat it especially in the states in the states your food portions are way bigger than ours no disrespect they just are especially if you're from the south wherever you are your portions are a lot bigger than ours supersize me when I went to New York and I had to supersize it was like a it was like oh my gosh wow I love this the double fillet of fish burger why do you need two fillet fish burgers that's not you personally but why do you need to have fillet fish burgers why do you need to have a burger the size of a male head why do we need to have those things and sometimes we're going after these foods but these foods are causing us to build plaque in our hearts they and I eat the same I'm, I'm saying the same thing to me why do I need to eat a burger the size of a man's head do, why do I need to eat that? And that's a thousand calories plus in one meal. That's almost like your whole daily intake of food throughout the day in one sitting. Some of you have that, you have nuggets, you have a, a milkshake, a Coke, you have supersized fries, and then you still want more. Where is that coming from? That's not just the commercial industry it contributes to that. But where is that all coming from? Now, this is a hypothetical example, but I'm giving you this hypothetical example for you to understand. Are you really ready to deal with the issues or the root causes of why you're addicted to fast food and if you're not unfortunately you will never go to see the surgeon because if you can't pass or if you can't successfully see the nutritional therapist and knowing that they're going to dig into some parts of you then ask yourself are you really ready to do weight loss surgery now that might not happen in the procedure but my point is if you're not ready to do the work and do with the roots you've already failed even before the incision is made the only way you're going to maintain your results and this is true for myself is if you're consistent and you understand why you eat the way that you do I love food fantastic but we don't need to overeat food we can love food and still have effective portion control and if it's a case of you don't know how to then it's about how who can help me to get that I'm not going to be the coach for every one of you listening to this podcast and that's fine there are other women that you can do Corinne losing 100 pounds with Corinne she's somebody who swears like a trooper but she's lost 100 pounds naturally and she serves older women so if you're an older woman that likes the woman who swears a little bit and just tells you rough and rough and ready as it is go and listen to Corinne if you're somebody who is a mum and wants to relate to somebody who's a mum balanced by Hillary is somebody else who does that if you're in the states 
if you want to learn, understand and, and do a macro boot camp, Macros 101 is a Facebook group that exists. There are so many coaches out there. And of course, you're listening to my podcast. So there is me also. I'm the type of coach that will connect you to the coach that you will be connected with the most, you know, whether you're with me or not. I want you to win. I want you to succeed. I want you to overcome this thing. It's time that you overcome this struggle, because if you've been overweight for your life, whole life, I was overweight since I was 18, since I can remember for 20 years. I'm in my 30s now. I'm almost 40. 30, well, I've got a couple of years until I get to 40. But it's time for you to break through. And if weight loss surgery is for you, fantastic. But make sure you're doing the mental work first. Make sure you've got that down before even trying to get under the table. Because if you don't get that mindset, whatever attachment that it is, that you're attached to food, weight loss surgery is not going to help you heal that it's just going to be it's healing and focusing on the physical not the internal so let me talk about benefits so when it comes to people who lose weight doing weight loss surgery research has shown that they can actually sustain this weight loss for up to 24 months but just because you've had a portion of your stomach cut away or you've had a gastric bypass whichever is whichever you still can regain the weight that you've lost because it's then that is a crucial point for many people research has shown it's at this point that people start to either drop off and their weight loss results are affected and then they start to regain that so you have lost the money and then you begin to feel guilty and so some of them you don't regain everything that you lost but you will put back on some weight so it's not to say that just weight loss surgery will stop you losing weight all to stop you gaining weight altogether and that's it that's the only benefit that I have I don't don't have any other benefits you'd expect benefits for me to list here would be you will have an improved relationship with food you'd have an improved relationship with yourself you'd feel more confident you I can't give you those because the research that I did there aren't that many benefits like the benefits are physical but do you still see yourself as overweight because many of you still can many of you still can see yourself as overweight but it can be for somebody now some of the effects that you can have internal bleeding your intestines can begin to leak your stitches can begin to leak now if you've had an external cut and your stitches leak you have they have to go back in physically it can be costly you can develop blood clots and blood clots can travel up to your heart and up to your lungs and that can cause death but but that's not to scare anyone that's you your doctor will tell you this the surgeon will tell you this the surgeon will tell you a lot more I'm not a bariatric surgeon I'm not a weight loss surgery surgeon so I'm only going to give you so much information but there are other things that can happen as well but it's it's important to make sure that you are aware of this I just want to end on this if this is the route that you choose one of the things that I would encourage you to do is don't rely on this as the be all the super magic fix for your weight loss results because it did not take five minutes to gain for some of you listening or many of you listening it may have been a lifetime of dieting yo-yo dieting shaming body shaming by your parents and your family that's caused rejection that's caused a, a mindset that's taken place in you that needs to be broken it's those things that need to be broken and weight loss surgery does not fix those things it doesn't even cut touch the sides of it weight loss surgery is literally and it's an incision made into your belly whether it's keyhole surgery or they open you up physically depending on the surgery that you choose and they are literally manipulating your stomach to a point where you cannot take in as much food as you do currently and that is a short-term thing you start to lose weight because you're taking in less calories and you're which is how you lose weight even in a calorie deficit even if you've had this expect it's a very put it in this way it's a very expensive calorie deficit that's what I see weight loss surgery as there are many people men and women who have had successful weight loss surgery but if you're somebody who's really considering this consider the whole picture not just the fact that you're finally going to lose weight that's fantastic 
but if your mindset has not been touched if why you got overweight in the first place has not been dealt with weight loss surgery is not going to deal with that so do all of your research if this is something that you are a suitable candidate for your doctor your surgeon will be able to address that and tell you. Imagine this being the caveat. In order for you to be a successful candidate, you have to have a session of nutritional therapy counselling before you even speak to the surgeon to see which option is best for you. Now, that's the situation and the scenario you're in. What is your response and what is your answer to it? Now, if you decide, no, 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 I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Weight loss surgery might not be beneficial or effective for you unless you're willing to deal with those very things. It's going to be painful. It might be hard. It might be traumatic. But the help and support that you need some of you do need counseling I did uh, it's not a bad thing but if it's attached to childhood things that's going to take some time to work through and if weight loss surgery is then something that you want to do then then go for it but make sure that you have all of this knowledge first before doing it and just remember this isn't a quick fix you can't outrun a bad diet you can't like, train a bad diet and a very expensive calorie deficit is not the be all and end all. It's not going to fix your relationship with food if you have an unhealthy relationship. Hey, with friend, food. you made it to the end of the episode. What was your biggest takeaway from today's episode? Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review over on iTunes. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about today's episode or you need help, then you can contact me over on Instagram at VA Nutrition Coaching Podcast or email me support at VA Nutrition Coaching.co.uk or you can head over to to the Facebook page, VA Nutrition Coaching Podcast. It helps us reach even more women who are fed up with dieting, don't know how to lose weight. They're frustrated with following Sally's results and they're not getting any of their own and they just finally want to shed some pounds and do it in a way that they can sustain and they can enjoy. But my friends, that's a wrap for today's episode. I can't wait to catch you on the next one. Until then, friends, stay healthy, stay blessed. And remember, if you haven't already downloaded your five ingredient recipe pack, you can go to the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash recipes and download your five ingredient recipe pack who said healthy eating was boring see you next time friends